so I've been worrying about a lot of stuff over the past six months or so. Um, it kind of, as a matter of fact, when the last time we were on the island during the hurricane and I recorded an episode about fear, um, after we got home and stuff, everything that started happening with the Eslin work-study program and stuff, I was like, I started worrying at that point, I realize now, looking back on it, I was worried I wasn't going to get into the program, you know, I was worried about what was going to happen with school, I was worried about, you know, the move coming up and how that was going to interact with everything, and just the outcome of, like, all this stuff that was going on, I realize I've been worrying about that probably for the last six months. You know, I got over a a lot of fears, but it seems that the little tiny ones are the ones that, that we, we, that I go around and seem to either ignore or not notice them. You know, and and now I'm seeing it for what it is. I'm seeing how how these worries, which is just another form of fear, has basically kind of kind of gotten a finger hold in there and and is shaking things up for me. Because I started making decisions based on these worries and stuff. You know, in all aspects. You know, school, my personal life podcast, you know, all these things, I was, I was making choices based in fear, and all that brought me was more worry and more fear, because that's what worry is, is fear, you know, it's, it, it, if, if you're not, if you're not watching this stuff, and if you're not totally present and totally aware of these things, they can, they creep in and then they screw things up for me, you know, and I know I'm not alone in this, I mean, how many, how many of us worry about, like, silly things all the time, that's just a, it's just like a doorway, man, it's a doorway for that, that old friend fear to come sliding back in, sit on the couch and get all comfortable and then basically destroy your house and leave and not clean up. What's up, everybody? 
Welcome back to the Langisms Podcast, or welcome if this is your first time listening. And I'm Lang, in case you didn't know. And this is my podcast where I talk about all kinds of things that are, are uh, pertinent in my life or that are going through my head and in hopes that I can share this with you guys and put myself out there in hopes that somebody out there can relate just a little and maybe feel less alone in the world or maybe feel less alone in whatever it is they're going through. On this episode, I'm going to talk about fear, and I have talked about this in the past. You can go back and listen to the Fear of the Unknown episode. And uh, I'm back on this topic because fear seems to want to creep back in in the most nuanced ways, very subtly, likes to get in there and cause havoc and create craziness in my life. So I thought I'd talk about that again and some of the things I'm going through when it comes to fear. And not only that, but what I plan on doing about it, because I'm not going to just not do anything about it. That would be silly, right? So I know it works for me, and I, uh, I'm going to share some of that on this podcast, and a lot of it I talked about before. But hey, when it's something good, keep talking about it, right? So before I get going with this episode, I'm going to give you some announcements. Um, I am recording new podcasts as we speak. And I also uh, am going to put it, put this out there that if anybody would like to be on the podcast, you can contact me and uh, we can discuss whatever topics you want to talk about. If maybe you do poetry and want to talk about poetry, that's cool. If you're a spiritual healer, I'm always down with that. If you're into electronics and how that affects the world and some of the upcoming technology that will hopefully help the world in some way, shape, or form. I'm totally cool with talking about that. I'm even cool with talking about food because I love food, and I love cooking, and I love creating different flavors and stuff. So if you want to talk about that, we can totally talk about that too. Or you might have some topic I've never even thought about talk, talking about, and it could tip my interest and send me off down a wormhole on the Internet so that I can talk to you about it. And if you'd like to get a hold of me and talk to me about anything, you can go ahead and send me an email to langisms at gmail.com. That's langisms at gmail.com. You can also go to the blog and contact me through the blog. I always post the episode stuff with the blog on the blog as well as different writing things I'm doing, recipes, stuff like that. It's kind of a it's a plethora of information sometimes when I'm on top of it. So you can go there and you can check it out, and that's langisms.blogspot.com, langisms.blogspot.com. And you can always leave a comment in the comment section or, or whatever on the blog thing. And also, if you're on Facebook, I have a, a a Facebook page, Langisms. You can subscribe to that and follow it, like it, share it. Like and share all this stuff with everybody, the more the merrier. But uh, you can go there. It's Langisms on Facebook.com. And I always post uh, anything pertinent to do with the podcast and the blog and stuff on that page. And it's a good uh, way to keep up on things. Well, what else? Oh, I have a website, langstevens.net. I haven't been working on it hardly at all. Basically none, actually, if I admit it. I haven't been working on it at all. Uh, but this summer I plan on... Uh, really looking at things and trying to focus on trying to get all my stuff onto one website. So I might be doing that um, this summer. So so uh, as that progresses, I'll keep you updated on that and stuff too. Um, what else? I think that's going to be it. Um, 
So I'm going to go ahead and send you guys off onto this podcast, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. And at the end of it, I will redo these announcements in case you want to contact me after you've listened to it. All right? So without further uh, hesitation, go ahead and put your tray tables up, recline your chairs, put on your tinfoil hats or your crash helmets, and get ready to experience more of my experience with fear. All right. Um, so I want to talk more about fear. I've talked about this on previous episodes and um, I find it creeping back in it's like a, like a secret agent being planted a mole that gets in and works its way through very quietly until all of a sudden you're just like, what the fuck went wrong? Right? So, uh, yeah, I did. The, I talked about fear on a podcast last summer. Um, and I talked about how I was, I was really in a good space at that time and I was meditating. I was exercising. I was eating super healthy. I was just in a really good spot and I was meditating and I was told, you know, I wanted to move forward spiritually and being connected to everything and move forward. And I needed to know what to do to do that and who to, somebody to find that would point a way for me to do that. And a little voice in my head that came out of nowhere said, you know, you're going to have to deal with fear and fear of the unknown and all that stuff. And I was like, whoa, you know, and if you listen to the podcast since then, you've heard the roller coaster ride of waking up and spiritual evolution and growth and everything that I started going through and um I realized like uh you might have heard earlier that that's when like I really started going into like these very subtle forms of fear about worrying about things and being anxious about things and having expectations about things you know and it was just little tiny things like um, worrying about school, what's going to happen with school, what was going to happen with the work-study program and all that stuff. And I didn't really think much of it because I was like, you know, I conquered fear. I, I was went through a hurricane and, you know, I'm ready to tackle it on. And I thought I was like so growing in leaps and bounds. But I find now that when I look back, it was like, oh, no, this has been the learning process this whole time. And understanding that, that these little tiny worries are like little seeds of fear that get planted and they grow and grow and grow until you all of a sudden you're just like in turmoil and chaos again. And it's like, what's going on? So That's where I find myself today is looking back at all that and going, oh, so this is this entire time I've been being shown these little worry things and expectations and fears. And I was not paying attention. I wasn't learning. And now that I see it, I'm ready to, to learn from it. And you might be wondering, like, well, yeah, well, so why your little tiny worries? We all worry about things. We all worry about, you know, being on time for work or um if you make the right choice about buying something or doing something or going somewhere, um, wanting to have a promotion and worrying about doing the right things to get promoted or 
advance in work or get a relationship, a house, a car, anything really in life when you think about it. There's all these little tiny nuanced worries, worrying that we do, and that's just a, a, another form of fear, right? And there's also big ones. You know, we all worry about war, crime, death, you know. But I find like these little small ones, like these everyday worries that really don't really, when you think about it, don't really mean anything. It's all based on um, my expectations, my desires, what I want, you know, what I think will make me happy. You know, those those are the ones that we all have to face more every day. You know, war and crime and death, it'll be there. But it's the little ones I'm finding a, a big difficulty dealing with. And I've talked about fear and what fear wants. like, And I do talk about it like it's this organic thing, right? I've been told it's vibratory in nature, you know, low-level vibration. And I've been told, and I do believe this, that all fear really wants is just more fear. And I've been told, you know, think about choices you've made in your life based in fear and what that got you, and that was always more fear. It, like, feeds on it. It's like a snowball effect, right? Starts off small, and then before you know it, it's big, big enough to do some damage. Um, yeah. So, what else causes fear for you guys? I mean, I know what I know. Some of the things that cause it for me, and it's all about being in the future, a lot of it, and not being in the present. Assigning stories to things that haven't happened yet. I do that a lot. Instead of just kind of letting go of the idea of trying to control something and dominate over a situation and make it happen, I need to step back and not have any expectations or desires about whatever is occurring and just let whatever happens, happens. And then move forward. I mean, there's no sense in me worrying about things that haven't happened yet. Really. Honestly. And I, I'm not saying don't do things like, oh, be lazy and just sit back and let things happen. No, I'm not saying that. Like one lesson I've learned about fear is if, if there's something that I, I'm worried about doing or I'm I'm anxious about doing or I'm afraid to do, I should probably do it. As long as it's not life-threatening, you know. In the past, I've had, uh, you know, I didn't like talking on the phone with people or interacting with people. It was uncomfortable. I tried to avoid it. And it didn't really help anything. And it was all because I had uh, decided ahead of time that that was something I should be worried about. I just, you know, I, I think about about what it means to let go of having 
specific expectations and just trusting that what I need in life will be there for me. And I've been told over and over again through through different people and different circumstances that that's the one thing that you should let go are these desires for things to happen. Because that seems to cause a lot of it. Wanting, desiring, things that aren't necessarily really, you know, anything in the end of, of it all. You know, and if 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 you can let go of like these things, these these things, material things or ideas and stuff that that if this happens and this happens, happiness and freedom is achieved. And I think it's the opposite. I think it's letting go of those things. And then that's a way to address the fear, at least the fear I'm going through. Just need to go with the flow, man, you know. But uh that doesn't really address how sneaky fear is and how it creeps in. I think what what I I I learned also is that through becoming more present and aware, you start to notice all those things cuz I wouldn't have noticed this stuff like 10 years ago if, if I would have somebody would have told me about it. I'd be like, "What are you talking about? It's just how life is." And now I'm like, no, I don't have to worry. I don't have to be in fear. And true freedom comes when you escape the clutches of fear. And not that it, not for everybody, it doesn't happen instantaneously. It certainly hasn't happened for me instantaneously, but I can see it easier and easier and easier. So I can move past it and through it faster and faster and faster until hopefully it just doesn't even exist anymore. And I'll move out of that state of being in fear, which makes me brought down to its level. It brings you down to the level, and then it's just easier for it to dominate. And uh, I don't want that anymore. I really don't. And uh, we'll go ahead and uh, take a commercial break. And when I come back, I'll talk a little bit about what I'm going to be doing to address the fear and... I may sound like a broken record on some of this stuff, but it's it's all true for myself. So um, go ahead and enjoy this commercial break from my sponsors because they really, 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 really. This episode of the Langisms podcast is brought to you by... Expanded Reality Incorporated. ERI gets you ready for this coming summer, as well as the rest of your life, by creating the groundbreaking product, Internal Love. Feel something inside of you that makes you have love and compassion for yourself and others. Feel yourself connect with others from infinite cultures and backgrounds. Want to take care of yourself, others, and the planet. And for an undefined period of time, get Internal Love absolutely free. Internal Love. Brought to you by... Expanded Reality Incorporated. Alright everybody, I'm back. 
Uh, I'm using a different microphone right now, so if it sounds a little different, I was having some issues with my other microphone, so I switched to this one. So, through the magic of media and technology, I was able to record that first portion of the podcast about three weeks ago, actually. And it's really interesting because since then, I've had to face some 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 things I was maybe fearful of, you know? And that brings me to one of the first things I'm going to do to try to overcome this fear thing is when I'm confronted with fear is to not ignore it, to not think about it, to put it out of my mind or to get angry about it or any of that stuff. What I'm going to do is I'm going to look at it and I'm going to try to see what it's teaching me, what the truth is of it, and not run away from it. So confronting the confronting the fear, confronting the worry, and analyzing it and stuff is a really good thing for me to do. And it's helped me. So over the past three weeks, some of the things I've faced is, um, if you didn't know, the the LGBTQ Pride Committee here on the island organized the first Pride Parade um, this month. And leading up to the parade on this one radio station, I can't even remember the radio station. It's like 100.3 or something here on the island. There's a show on in the afternoon, and they were talking a lot of really negative things about gay people, about transgender people, about all that stuff, a lot of biblical references, a lot of anger and hatred coming out of people's mouths. I heard one guy say he wanted to, we should all be stoned, all gay people and people that are different like that should be stoned to death. Um, People talking about shooting us. Um, a lot of hate, a lot of anger, a lot of misconceived perceptions and untruths that people believe were being said. And it started to get to me to the point where it's like, oh, do I want to go to the parade? You know, am I going to be in any danger? Or is somebody going to hurt me? You know, um, I don't like being in confrontational things. I don't like people yelling. I don't like any of that stuff. I'm sensitive that way. And... So going out, leading up to it, you know, and I don't know why, I just kept listening to it all week long, you know, because I was really curious about it. And um, even some of the other gay people on the island that I t- I've talked to, was talked to leading up to it were very uneasy about it. So that just kind of made me a little bit more fearful. Um, but I decided I'm going to go. I'm not going to let anybody try to try to hinder me from being myself and who I am and trying to support others and accepting themselves and stuff like that. So I went ahead and went and I got through the parade, the barrage of the little part of the parade where we had to walk through this group of people that were just saying the most hateful things in the name of Christianity and God and what society normal normalities are. Um, And got through that. And I realized it was a very small percentage of people in comparison to the entire population, there was a lot of people there supporting. There was even people there protesting without being so energetically, like, spewing out hate, you know. And, um, yeah, I faced that. I got through it. And I'm glad I did. I'm glad I stood up for who I am. And I'm not going to – I don't want anybody to have control over me that way just by – their attitudes controlling who I'm going to be because that's a fear too, right? The 
one of the things I think about is how people perceive me and stuff. And I want to cross come across a certain way. And I've always felt ingenuine when I do that. And I don't like that feeling. So I'm not going to, I'm going to make an effort not to do that anymore to really go with who I, how I feel, you know, and not let anybody's, anybody's ideas of who people should be try to hold me back because that's, that's not a good feeling. You know, and like if I would have stayed home from the parade, I probably would have had a bad feeling about that, too. I probably wouldn't have been in, in too good of a mood. You know, I would have been bummed out probably the whole day and I wouldn't have enjoyed any any of the people's conversations I talked to or feeling the energy from everybody there being happy and dancing and stuff. I wouldn't have had any of that. So um, and another thing that happened that I would have been afraid of for a long time is uh, horses. Yeah. Um, when I was little. We had horses. I grew up around horses, and I was actually bit pretty bad on the neck by a horse and shook around when I was really little, and um, blood was, like, running down my neck and all kinds of stuff. And um, ever since then, I've been really uneasy around horses. And uh, so just yesterday, actually, we went and did a horseback ride uh, with cruisingcowgirls.com. That's C-R-U-Z-A-N cowgirls.com one word and uh they were really awesome they were really helpful they helped me understand what horses uh, emotional states are like their mental states are like how they like to be controlled somewhat you know um especially these horses that are rescues that have been ridden in horse racing and stuff they they like to be ridden and they like to have that sense of security they they were saying you know from people being in charge and feeling confident because apparently horses are very like empathetic empathic you know um they can pick up on people's emotional states they can feel uneasiness they can feel fear they can feel all that stuff and they're very alert that way so um i rode a horse for over an hour yesterday and i even rode it into the caribbean sea on the beach you know and it was a really really great experience and i want to do it again but before then man it's like i didn't want to go near a horse i did i was very uneasy very on alert very living in the past, you know, which, uh, besides confronting the fears, that's another thing I recommend, uh, for myself not to do is to dwell too much on the past. You know, you can learn information and stuff, but as far as like the consciousness stuff that we get learned, that we learn from our youth through whatever experiences that we have, we shouldn't be holding on to that. We should learn from it and say, that's not good. I'm not going to be like that. I'm going to try to be this other thing. Um, Or even if it was a good experience to say, oh, I like that. I want to try to be like that, but not trying to be like it was in the past. You want to try to be like good things in the moment. You want to try to not be bad feelings or memories or anything in the moment. You really want to try to move past that and realize that. The most important aspect is being in the moment and not dwelling too much in the future and not dwelling in the past. Because when I find I do that, all those storylines like the fear stuff starts to fade away and then it becomes, oh, I can do something different in the moment. I can choose a different way of seeing things in the moment. I can choose a different perspective. Like all those people at the parade that were yelling at me, what I realized in that moment 
was that they were probably suffering and feeling really shitty inside because that's what they have to do to let it out. They have to project that out. They have to try to bring other people down to that level. And that was all related to things that I thought about in the past about how people perceive me and trying to keep me there. I was always doing that. So that goes along with that story as well. You know, you don't need to, you don't need to be thinking. What am I trying to say? You don't need to be thinking about a storyline behind everything. Because the only way we can really construct storylines on a daily basis is when we live in the past. And that's one of the things I'm going to try to do now is try not to be that way and try to really be in the moment as much as humanly possible. It's really hard to do. Our brains are constantly bombarded with stuff and constantly you know, just soaking up all kinds of information and stuff. And it's easy to get stuck in, in feeling like you're not in the moment, which brings me to another thing. I've really, uh, decided that watching TV media and all kinds of stuff probably isn't the best healthy thing for, for myself. Um, you get caught in like a feedback loop a lot of times, Um, especially with stuff online, it's easy because, you know, it's all geared towards gathering information of what you click on and then feeding that to you over and over again and you get stuck in a loop. And also, you know, the news is just, it's not even news anymore. It's just opinions that people have. Um, that's not always a good thing. It's a good thing to listen to people and hear what they have to say, but when it's done in a format that's made to draw you in and draw your attention in and in some instances confuse you enough so that their message can get through like, you know, propaganda does. um, It's easy to get caught in that. And that can generate fear. I mean, you turn on the news and stuff. It's like, be afraid of this, be afraid of this, turn on the movie, be afraid of this, be afraid of this, turn on TV show, be afraid of this, be afraid of this. You know, it's just like everybody should be afraid all the time. You're not going to have enough. You're not going to have the right thing. You're not going to buy the right watch. You're not going to buy the right pants. You're not going to buy the right brand of cereal for your kids. Your kids are going to want this toy, not the imitation toy or the cheaper toy. They're going to want this toy. And you should be afraid of not doing that because that can bring all kinds of bad things into your life. You know, that's what I get from a lot of media nowadays is that. And that's just not true. Like, if I don't buy something, it's not going to change really a whole lot of anything. If I don't watch something, it doesn't really affect anything. And it's actually, it's starting to free me up to go out and be outside and do other things and be in the moment. (gasps) Oh my gosh. Be in the moment like I was just talking about because my mind's not being bombarded by a bunch of stuff like that. So, and I'm actually going to be doing a podcast coming up where I really detach from like the internet and everything for a week and maybe even longer. And I'm going to report on any kind of... My day-to-day, I'm actually going to report on my day-to-day stuff, everything I'm doing day-to-day. And, um, yeah, we'll see if there's any kind of insight that I gain from doing that or if I just become really bored. But I don't see that happening because there's tons for me to do outside here. There's tons of places to go hiking. There's tons of beaches. We have a pool, you know, and I can cook. I can do all kinds of things. It's really, 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 really easy to find something to do and to occupy your time. And plus I can read. I can meditate. I can just go and look at, you know, birds flying around the bay, or I can go out to the beach and just watch the surf. I can do lots of things. And I think that's going to be a good thing. 
in the long run. And hopefully it'll just spur even more of this activity inside me and get me out doing more things and enjoying nature more. I just really want to go camping. So maybe I'll do that. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, and that brings me to another thing. Um, meditation, very, very important to break out of thinking about things in the past or the future, which can draw fear. And it's also a good way if you have a fear, you can meditate on it and that frees up your mind to really look at it from a different perspective, especially if you're really good at meditation. I know there's some of you out there that probably are, and you can probably go in and do a meditation on a certain subject or a certain thing you're dealing with and get some kind of insight into it, some inner guidance for it. And that's really, really, really important too, because that's being present. That's really being present when you're meditating. 